Uh, what the fuck's up, baby? I'm fucking racist, so far. Motherfuckers. Oh, what the fuck's up, everybody? The fucking draft is over, motherfuckers. What's up, everybody? It is post-draft season. It's in the bag, mainly. We're talking about the off-season moves, the biggest moves the Cowboys have made are pretty much in the bag, Mike. I mean, you might you might have some guys that you sign here and there leading up to, you know, uh, minicamp, obviously. You got to bring some bodies there. Uh, rookie minicamp, they'll bring in some arms to throw, to sling the ball around, that sort of thing. But, Mike, um, the draft is in the bag. Free agency, for the most part, is in the bag. Did the Cowboys do enough to improve their top needs this offseason? Oh, man, it, it's so hard to say, Joe. I know I say that every year, right? Uh, th this time, every year, I'm like, oh, it's so hard to say. But I like that they went Mozzie Smith first round, all right? Because our first mock draft that we did right here on the Frisco Report, Joe, Interior linemen, it was something that we had to, that we knew was a need for this football team. Yes, it's a cop out answer because they didn't get signed Jonathan Hankins, but even though they still added Jonathan Hankins, you look at what Navelle Gallimore is doing, you're really not impressed, right? Uh, with Navelle Gallimore and his production. And so they go get Mozzie Smith. So you knew, even with the signing of Jonathan Hankins, that they still needed that. They went to go get it. Uh, Dalton Schultz went to the Texans and, you know, are you going to bet on uh, Ferguson and Henry shot to really do something there? So they went to go get that tight end uh, schoonmaker, right? And so, uh, you know, you look at needs, quote unquote needs. I think they, I think they filled it. Now, did they, did they, did they fill it with the right people <laughs> to be determined? But uh, did they feel it at the right time in the draft? Mm, they could have done a little better, but they. That's who they drafted, and that's what it is, Joe. Yeah, no, I think that that's a, that's a really good way to look at it. It is to be determined, right? Everything is on paper, right? Uh, you know, you can say we – I mean, you know, there's people that say we had a bad draft. There's people that say we had a good draft. It's all on paper, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I feel confident that they did, good, they did get good players – now it's a matter is um, it's a matter of uh, executing and making sure these guys can contribute because you know we, we we did have holes that needed to be filled you know you you did sign a couple of you know short term guys with Brandon Cooks and 
um, Stephon Gilmore. All right. So uh, offensively, Mike, though, um, the only the only the only thing that I, I really wanted to come out of this offseason was, you know, with at least, you know, another playmaker somewhere, you know, uh, an, a, an additional receiver or a, uh, you know, maybe, maybe another running back, you know. I kind of wanted the Cowboys to go after Jamal Williams, you know, the short short yardage guy, the thumper. You know, he had a lot of touchdowns last season for Detroit. But uh, I think they're going to go with, with you know, Ronald Jones. They'll give him a shot. But he he's not a lock to make this team, you know. Uh, we get a lot of free agents that have some name notoriety. Sometimes they don't even make the team. So, um, you know, they, they brought in Deuce Vaughn, Mike. Who in your mind? We'll start with him because this is this is a you know some, probably the most interesting story of the draft. Deuce Vaughn. How do you get him on this fifty-three man roster, Mike? How do you get him, Joe? It's up to him, right? You look at you look at the, the him and his dad had a conversation before the Dallas Cowboys drafted him. He said, "It's not the time; it's the place. It's not the time; it's the place." That's what he told Deuce, right? And I think. The Cowboys can be the place for him, but it's up to him to take advantage of those opportunities. I mean, you talk about Jerry Jones talking about there's still uh, a Zeke signing possibility, right? So if they bring in Pollard, we know Tony Pollard is number one. They bring back Zeke, he's going to be number two. Malik Davis is going to be number three. Why? Because he knows this offense. Deuce Vaughn's going to be the four-string running back, okay? Those reps are minimal. So how does Deuce Vaughn make this team, Joe? Preseason. Deuce Vaughn has to make preseason. Deuce Vaughn has to stay healthy. Deuce Vaughn has to make plays. Deuce Vaughn might have to learn how to play special teams, whether that's punt returner, kickoff returner, but there's still a a Turpin back there, right? So Deuce Vaughn has a lot in front of him that he has to overcome, but it's up to him if he wants to do it. Darren Sproles, 5'6", made a career in the National Football League. Deuce Vaughn can do the same thing, but he has to be able to win the preseason, Joe, make an impression. Turpin <laughs> Turpin made the Pro Bowl because of the preseason, okay? Yeah. Deuce Vaughn can make a roster because of the preseason. It's 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 he just has to go out there and make plays. You and and and, and I mean he he's quick, he's fast, he can cut up the field. He, he, I don't think there's any fumble history with him. I don't think anybody can touch him really once he hits that hole. He's a very patient running back, but the odds are still backed up against him with where he's at on this football team. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, that, that, that's the thing about the, the later round picks. That is um, an uphill battle. You know, no matter what the story is, whatever the hell it is, you still, like you said, Mike, you, you got to make, you got to make it. It's not going to be given to you. But um, that's, that's going to be a very interesting storyline that every fan will be watching very closely. I'm definitely rooting for him. You know what I mean? I've already called him the Rudy of the Dallas Cowboys. Man, so I want to see that story come to fruition and, you know, beat somebody out. But uh, free agency in the back, you know, the, the Cowboys did what they did. You know, they were a little bit more active this year. They, they traded, you know, two fives for Cooks and Gilmore, something that they haven't really done before. Hopefully this is a model for things to come, you know. Um, flip flip some of these late picks for for some vets and give yourself some depth. I think that's a, that's a good um, 
I think it's a good formula. It should be a good formula. You know, we'll see. They're going to put it into practice. We'll see if these guys stay healthy and can continue to be an impact to the roster, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you, you want that story to come to life, right? I mean, um, and, and make it, I'm sure he'll make the 53 because he has some dog in him, Joe. He ha, I mean, he's quick, he's fast, but, uh, but we'll see how he turns out. Definitely. And not just Cowboy fans keeping an eye on it. I mean, the, the Deuce Vaughn went viral, all right? And there's a lot of fans on a lot of teams rooting for this cat. Indeed. Indeed it is. You know, it's, it's a bad story. Now, we talked about Mozzie. We talked about Deuce. Let's let's talk about the, the draft class as a whole, Mike. What was your favorite pick? And what was your least favorite pick? And everybody in the chat box, I want to know yours too. What was your favorite pick? And what was your least favorite pick? All right, let me know in the comments. Let me know in the chat box. Mike, wh wh who do you have? I'm going to start negative first, Joe. My least favorite pick was the last pick of the of the draft. Jalen Brooks, Joe. Yes, he has the height. He has the weight. But the guy runs a 4-7, Joe. I mean, that you don't even have room for special teams at a 4-7 mark. Jalen Brooks definitely got... Uh, training camp written all over him. Oh, he can. He reminds me of Dez. Noah Brown reminded people of Dez too, and Noah Brown's no longer on this football team. Noah Brown made a couple of good catches, and Noah Brown let us down a lot. So don't compare to anybody. Jalen Brooks is who Jalen Brooks is. My least favorite pick was the last pick of the day, Joe. Um, my favorite pick, Joe. I mean, we talk about it all the time. This is this is what we're talking about. Right here on the Frisco Report, the Baconator. All right. Mozzie Smith. The dude is huge. Okay. I mean, just looking at him with Dorrance Armstrong, look at looking at him beside Osa Odigizua. The dude is massive. And I hope he can, can translate. Yes, he didn't have a a, a stellar production uh, there at Michigan, but there's potential there. Dan Quinn is a defense alignment coach at heart. Before a defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn is a line coach, all right? Dan Quinn can coach Mozzie Smith up just like he did Oso Digizua, just like he did Quentin Bohanna, and he can make things happen. As Micah Parsons said, no more QB sneaks. No B, yeah, no more QB sneaks. It's it's a big deal. It's a big deal here, okay? Because uh, the middle of the defense, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, Mike. The middle of the defense. Yeah, I feel I feel really good with it, dude. My 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 least favorite pick as well. And you know, I, I thought my my least favorite pick, you know, is is going to be the. The pick there, that, that number six where he went back and got uh, Eric Scott Jr. Uh, oh, okay. You know, and, th and this is to be determined. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just saying that uh, miss. to me this just, just feels like another Dan Quinn. Give me a, a long, lanky kind of guy. You know, uh, runs upper four fours, uh, four, four five, this, this type of thing. I mean, he's got the measurables, this types of things. But, uh, you know, not not a power five type of player. Um, it's it, to me, it's a roll the dice guy. You know, I think that that five that you gave up for next year, it could have been something that that, that you kind of did this year. Flip the five and go get you a vet who might be available 
you know, uh, ne next off seasons. But we, we don't have that one now. We gave it up for Eric Scott Jr., so you better beat somebody out. He probably is going to be the guy that could, could knock out uh, Kelvin Joseph. Kelvin Joseph, to me, Mike, is on, on uh, his, his last days here. You know what yeah. I mean? Even, even with the sixth-round cornerback. But, yeah, that, that was kind of my least favorite one there. There were some other names there that I kind of liked more than, than that one there. Um, but, you know, it's not the same. Maybe he'll come out of here and be badass and, you know, I'll eat my words. But that's my least favorite. My favorite, Mike, Mozzie Smith, bro. I, I, I'm with you, man. I love the number one pick there. Finally got us one here in, um, in the first round. You know, it's been 30-plus years since we've done it. I think we're, we're looking at, what, Rest 30 Maryland was the last one. Yeah, so very long time, man. Very long time. This guy, he 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 has the real deal. You know, he's got all the all the measurables, the get off, the strength, the power. So he's not gonna get overblown. You know, he's he's, he's a big guy, but he he plays big. You know, what I mean, this, this isn't like a Quentin Bohanna who looks big but gets kind of run over every now and then, right? So I like the combination here, Mike, that you have with with Osa as your three tech, you know, guy. Yes, athletic. And then next to him, Mozzie Smith. I mean, that's a beautiful sight right there. That's a beautiful sight, man. It is. And and and, and it's a and it's a good template, bro. Because you look at Washington all these years with with the big Bama guys. Teams have a hard time running on them, man, for a reason. I mean, you know, there there's something to be said about you know these these defensive big guys as uh, first round guys. You know, I mean, um, they just extended their defensive tackle there to a big amount of money. You know what I mean? So these guys right, make plays, right. man. They make plays and they force they 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 force your offense to go a different route. You know what I mean? Like beat me with your arm. Beat us with your aerial attack. Because yeah. we're shutting your run game down. So yeah. that's my favorite pick, man. I, I think Mozzie yeah. Smith um, could have a huge, huge impact on this on this team, right? No, for real. And you talked about your starters, Joe. You look at the depth. Okay, let's say Oso Digizua and Mozzie Smith get tired. They need to get pulled. You're bringing in Chauncey Goldston, and you're going to have Quentin Bohanna there. I mean, you're you're going to have quality. Jonathan Hankins going to be there too. I'm telling you, yeah. we're going to be fresh up front with the Breakinators, Joe. Philosophy, Rod Marinelli. He's officially out of here, Joe. We got beef. Yeah, we, we, we definitely got beefed up, man. And, you know, I, I talked about this yesterday that when Dan Quinn came in here, I'm pretty sure they sat at the table and said, give us the roadmap. How do you fix this dead last defense that we had under – what was his name? Nolan. Under Nolan. How do you, how do you rebuild this shit? Because it's a, a complete disaster. And I think this is still, Michael. you know – uh, yeah, I think this is a big part of that of that plan that, that came to fruition. You know what I mean? Just Mozzie Smith, Overshone. Junior? Fajoko, bro. Mike, that's an interesting pick as well. Yeah. Um, because it's it's another guy here that uh, these are all the, 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 the common denominator here is run stuffers, tackles behind the, the line of screamers of Fajoko, Overshone, and Mozzie Smith. That's their bread and butter. So you 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 throw these guys into the mix, and then you have you, you then you have your pass rushers that are in the mix, right? So D Law and uh, obviously Michael. the Lion of Lions, Michael Parsons. So how scary could this defense be, Mike? 
Oh, it, it could be absolutely scary, Joe. I mean, we sacks and turnovers is one thing that Dan Quinn completely changed around for the Cowboys defense. Sacks and turnovers. Turnovers were non-existent, Joe. Um, sacks was there, right? Uh, but they, it wasn't at a high level. I mean, Dan Quinn comes in here, you're getting the ball uh, with picks. Uh, you got you got sacks coming. And one thing, Joe, we couldn't do was stop the run. I mean, that was just the same, same old Cowboys, can't stop the run, right? And now you look at what he's doing. Oso Diggy Zua, Quentin Bohanna, uh, uh, Mozzie Smith, uh, uh, Junior uh, Fahoko, all right? Junior Fahoko. Um, I think it's good. I think it's a good thing. Fahoko has to gain some weight. I think he needs to get about 15 to 17 pounds on him if he wants to be a rotational piece there. Kick Novell Gallimore out. Your services are no longer needed. But before we do that, we got to make sure Fahoko can play. <laughs> so so let's make sure Fahoko can play before we kick him out of here. But uh, right here, right, Fahoko is, is slotted playing possibly inside our of the edge. He can play both. But I think where they want Fahoko is where they want his cousin at, all right? Vita Vea. His cousin Vita Vea plays right there. They want Fahoko to play where his cousin plays, all right? Get in the nasties of the nasty. Yeah, man. It's a great question here by Slava uh, Ukrainian Max. Fahoko slotted to play on the inside instead of the edge. What do you think about that? So our defensive line, our new defensive line coach, Sharif Floyd, the monster of monsters, we almost drafted this guy. Remember, remember Sharif Floyd? I think he had a, a knee issue or something like this. And the Cowboys, they, they, they kind of bumbled that, but ended up, you know, being being the right move. But Sharif Floyd is the new one of the new defensive line coaches here. And uh, he said that in um, his interview with uh, DallasCowboys.com, saying that he, he's looking at him at, and as the inside guy. So, yeah, he, he's definitely going to get the kind of attention that a Tyron Crawford kind of got. You know, where he's this kind of flex guy, right, who can play on the outside and the inside. And and this guy is also similar to another player that, that we drafted here, just here recently out of Iowa, Mike. Um, he's kind of playing in that similar type of role here. So I'm hoping that, that you can you can get more out of uh, Fajoko. You know what I mean? So um, interesting indeed. But he has a knack for getting behind the line of scrimmage and, and, and doing, you know, those tackles for loss. That That is his bread and butter there. Appreciate the question there, bro. Appreciate that very much indeed. Um, Primetime Bill in the house. I like this one here. I liked Overshone. Can do a lot of different things. Just none of them great. Interested to see what DQ can do with him, hit or miss. Mike, I'll let you hit this one first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll chime in. No. Shout out to Primetime Field. Almost two years. Next month will be two years of a membership for Cowboys Block. Uh, th that's awesome, Primetime Field. Appreciate all that support you give uh, to that channel there. Uh, I like Overshown. All right. Can do a lot of different things. Just none of them great. Okay. No. Primetime Field, I knew you were a smart man. I think a lot of people are overhyping the Overshown pick, Joe. Because, oh, what are you talking about, Mike? I've seen his highlights. Watch his highlights. Watch his hi the dude can't tackle. Watch the tape. The guy can't tackle, Joe. Yes, he can hit the hole a 1,000 miles an hour, but he can't tackle. 
I mean, we can go back to the days where this defense just couldn't tackle. We can bring back in uh, Brandon Carr. We can bring back Bruce Carter, right? We can bring back all these guys who can't tackle because Overshown, it's all about the name. Uh, now he's going to be that J. Ron Curse type of player. But let the kid develop, all right? Oh, Jabril Cox, the Jabril the Steel, right? We fell for it. Jabril's about to get cut. Yeah. Jabril's about to get yeah. cut, all right? Yeah. So let, let's pump the brakes. Let Overshown show us something. And let's see what he can bring. He has all the potential. He has it. I want to see what DQ can do with them. You're absolutely right, Primetime Field. Great question. Great thoughts. 100% agree with you. I'm not on the uh, overhype for overshown, all right? I'm on Mm. let's see what the kid can do because the kid can't tackle. He he just can't. Yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, definitely going to be interesting to see where where they go with him. You know, we got the new uh, linebacker coach, McCurley. Right, so uh, he's taking over there. He definitely likes him. I think that uh, his bread and butter is going to be more like Big Nickel, you know, kind of like J. Ron Curse, you know. And then they mentioned that in their their post uh, draft, right, and their post draft conference that that yeah, they 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 do kind of see that that potential there for him, uh, which is good, you know, because you need your linebackers to be able to cover tight ends, running backs on on the uh, you know on the swing, so. Uh, on wheel routes and these sorts of things. So I think it's a, it's a good move for the Cowboys there with, with Overshown, but I'm with you, Mike. And I, 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 I apply that to all the rookies, right? True. All the ones that, that were drafted and all the undrafted guys, it's always super overhyped season um, because it's all on paper right now. You know what I mean? So once the lights come on, we're going to see because we, we, we're, we saw it last year with Jalen Tolbert, right? He, he's a prime example of when the bright lights come on. He disappeared, bro. So, uh, you know, we, we, we got to stay cognizant of that. Make sure that these guys, you know, they don't they don't crumble under the, the bright lights. Great comment there, Primetime. Phil, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate smart you very man. much indeed. Very smart man. Super chat. Give me cash. Joe Rod, the only thing pissing me off right now is a casual fan saying, oh, let's bring Zeke back home. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You want me to touch on this? Yeah, yeah. You, you hit this one up first, Mike. Give me cash. Primetime field, give me cash. All these guys are on the money, money, honey. All right? Yes. The people that want Zeke back are the people cheering. I don't want them ever to cheer uh, or complain. Or not, not cheer. I'll take that back. I don't want them to ever complain about 27 years of football winning droughts. All right? Because that's the reason, Joe. Jerry Jones hangs on to players yeah. too dang. I mean, Tony Romo got to the point where he couldn't even walk on the field and he would break something. All right. Yeah. The dude got hurt in a preseason game where his snaps were limited, Joe, and he got hurt. Because why, yeah. why? We held on to him too long. Sean Lee, he couldn't run three yards without tearing a hamstring. We held on to him too long. Right. So it's that's all about this. We appreciate the greats. We we do. We love them. They they're 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 enshrined in our memory forever. But do you want to be a parody of yourself? And that's where Zeke's at. All right. Zeke ain't going to be the Zeke of 16, 17 and half of 18. All right. It's just it's just not going to work that way. So let's leave our what what they're the greatness that are enshrined into our memory. Let's leave that be because the Zeke that I'm seeing can play good about four weeks. And that fifth week he's running out of bounds because he can't get hit because his knees hurt. 
All right. That's the Zeke that I see. We have to stop all this. Bring Zeke back uh, pantry because it's it's ridiculous, Joe. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. The only scenario that I would ever think that this could happen is if, if, if Zeke remains unsigned and, and you suffer some sort of injury to to one of your one of your backs and you know you want to bring somebody that knows the system, somebody that can do short yardage. But I'm I'm with you. Um, the the, the ship has sailed. You know what I mean? Um, oh well, what about the the hype video that he just released? I mean, anybody can do these things, bro. Like. Yeah, Dez did it, right? I mean, Odell Beckham did it, and he got a, he poked the eyes out of out of uh, the Ravens, right? I mean, just off of a hype video, he didn't look good. Odell doesn't look doesn't look good out there, man. So, um, hype videos they're 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 out there for a reason, you know what I mean? So some they want somebody to bite, you know what I mean? And somebody oh. might, but. Um, for the Cowboys, yeah, it's time to move on, man. We, you you got to get the new blood in here going. Give me cash. I'm with you there, bro. I'm with you there indeed. Very much. Facts. Smart people in the Frisco Report today. Indeed. 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 Mike, uh, one, one area here, and I got to ask everybody in the chat box this as well. So wide receiver, Mike, was not addressed at all until the seventh pick, which is – your least favorite pick, Jalen Brooks. Uh, nah, well, should they have yeah, gone earlier? Yes and no. I mean, it's hard because they're banking on – we lost Noah Brown. We lost Cedric Wilson, right? I mean, those are two back-to-back years, all right? Michael Gallup's coming off that ACL, was a shell of himself. Can he come back and play a little better after more time off, right, And in, in during this offseason? Brandon Cook's coming in here, um, and then you got C.D. Lamb, right? So they're they're betting on Michael Gallup right here. We know Brandon Cooks is there, but Brandon Cooks has a health problem, all right? Time for somebody to say it. Quit hyping Brandon Cooks up like he's Brandon Cooks from five, six years ago, all right? Yes, he's been productive, but we got to stop. He's been hurt. So the Cowboys could have protected themselves better. You know, with with that, but they didn't because I think they're banking on Michael Gallup, uh, who they restructured. So they they believe in him, right? Because it pushes him into next year for the, on this Cowboys team, right? So they're banking on Michael Gallup. They're they're hoping C.D. Lamb and Dak can stay on that same page that they were on last year, and they're hoping that the guy who they traded for, Brandon Cooks, can come in here and put up some production, right? Because six hundred yards is missing on this offense, and that's what Dalton Schultz brought. A couple of hundred yards, so you you got to replace a thousand yards. Michael Gallup bring that thousand yards in. Can Brandon Cooks bring that thousand yards in and expand on that thousand yards? Can he turn that thousand to seventeen hundred yards? They're banking on Brandon Cooks and Michael Gallup to get that collectively, and C.D. Lamb to cook. All right, but when you go get a guy like uh, uh, Jalen Brooks, Joe, in the seventh round, who runs a four seven, I can't take you serious, Cowboys. And that's why I'm saying they're banking on Michael Gallup and Brandon Cooks to get that Dalton Schultz production in here. And then, and and this is where I think the Cowboys are rolling the dice on on their season because, um, you know, if Lamb were to go down, you know, knock on wood, or get dinked up in the playoff game, who's going to pick that up? Who's going to move the chains? Right? Um, we saw what happened with Pollard when Pollard went down. The offense it was crippled. 
Done. That was it. Twelve points. <laughs> and they were doing a pretty good job, you know, against the 49ers. But, um, yeah, man, I think it's interesting because, like you said, banking, right? And I, I see it, I see it in the chat box too. It's it's a lot of banking, a lot of hoping. If those don't, if those banks and hopes don't uh, hit, the offense is in trouble. So you got to hope that Cook stays healthy for a good part of the season because he will get dinged up. He's been traded four times. You don't get traded four times if you're a badass receiver, okay? Yeah. So yeah, Mike, you hit it on the head there with, with with the the health. That 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 is a legit thing there. So if you can get Brandon Cooks for a good part of your season, and Michael Gallup, I think you will be in pretty good shape. But those are two big what ifs. The wild card here, Mike, Jalen Tolbert. What do you expect from Jalen Tolbert? In year two, anything, or is this going to be a, a complete utter bust of a third round pick? What, what are you feeling about this one? That, that's the emphasis, Joe. The third round pick, you know, uh, Tolbert. We need him to do something. Right? I, someone said it right here in the comment section. They said, uh, we're banking on on uh, on Tolbert, and and that's sad because Tolbert should have came in here and played. And I don't know if it was Kellen Moore. I don't know if it was the Rod Receivers coach. Somebody said he's not ready. Jalen Tolbert came out this obviously and I, I wasn't ready. I was still learning, right? So he's not learning something. Can they can can the Cowboys can Dak Prescott, the true leader that Dak Prescott is, right? Oh, he's a leader. He's a leader first before he's a winner. That's what I always hear. Leader first, right? Can the leader Dak? Get Jalen Tolbert on the same page. Can the Dak field work for Jalen Tolbert? Can it work for Dak? Because that's where you need Dak to come in. Dak wanted them to, to draft Jalen Tolbert. Dak was texting Jalen Tolbert before he got picked by the Cowboys, right? Dak has to figure this out with his boy, and he needs to figure it out fast. Because if you're banking on Tolbert and you're banking on an injured Michael Gallup and you're banking on a health Joe, you said it already. It's a recipe to make your team. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's true, man. Um, and we talked about it there, during the first report here uh, on the draft. Where they, where they, where they don't throw um, attention to is going to be what they're going to need to throw attention to next season. So this year, a lot of hope and this and that, crossing fingers, crossing toes that the receivers are going to be okay. You know, if that experiment doesn't work, then, you know, they're going to, that'll be the, you know, what they, they look at for uh, next off season. So we'll see how it looks. Army mom, Heather C. I like this one here. We're banking on Tolbert to be Jimmy Smith. I, I would love if he would be Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith, uh, Cowboys drafted him. Uh, for those that remember, Cowboys drafted Jimmy Smith. Uh, they, they ended up letting him go and he ended up being, one of the all-time greats for the Jaguars, Jimmy Smith, the receiver. So, you know, if you can, if if Tolbert can turn into a Jimmy Smith in, in a year or two, and just you know the the light comes on, uh, that would be perfect. That would solve a lot of problems there. So, we'll see, man. Uh, Mike, let, let, let's touch on the undrafted free agency uh, that the Cowboys did here. Do you have a name or two? of guys that, that kind of stand out to you that, you, that you're going to be looking at during camp and, and mini camp. Yeah, Joe, absolutely. TJ Bass is going to be my first guy. 
Uh, offensive lineman out of Oregon, 6'4", 317. He was projected a fifth, sixth round, Joe. And uh, TJ Bass coming in here, he can play left tackle, he can play left guard, all right? I know they got a Sim Richards in the draft, Joe, but watch out for TJ TJ Bass. He's a guy that people could fall in love with. Um, the potential for him is there. Yeah, he's an undrafted free agent. Guess what? Dallas Cowboys, one thing they can do is make an undrafted free agent a Hall of Famer. All right, that's one thing that the Cowboys can do. So I'm looking at TJ Bass there. I think that was a steal. Um, and then you look at, uh, oh, uh, oh, golly, Isaiah Land, Florida A&M, 6'4", 215. Um, he reminds me, he just needs to get a little bigger. All right, he reminds me of Kamara. I don't know if you remember that from Hard Knocks, the little, the little guy uh, the Cowboys cut him, but he kind of reminds me of him. But the Kamara was a lot faster than he is. But um, I think there's some potential there with Isaiah Land in there. Um, I think Isaiah Land's going to come in hungry. He's very small, but I think if you stand him up and rush on the edge, I want to see how Dan Quinn uses Isaiah Land there, Joe. Um, but yeah, that would be my two. If I could only give two, I want to give more, but that's just the only thing I got. TJ Bass out of Oregon and Isaiah Land. Those are good, man. Those are those are good ones to to, to keep an eye on. My two are going to be uh, uh, Tyrus Wheat, the outside linebacker out of Mississippi State. Mississippi State, uh, pretty good at putting uh, reliable, uh, well coached up linebackers into the NFL. And uh, the Cowboys had him here. He's a six three linebacker, two forty, three year start out of Mississippi State. Uh, just a tackling machine for them. You know, um, for him to be undrafted and for the Cowboys to pick him up, I think this is going to be a good move for the Cowboys. Some of the might be able to surprise somebody. You know, he'll be competing with like you know your Devin Harper's of the world, and um, you know try 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 to win a spot in um, special teams. Um, but if he can give you this type of pass rush and run defense that he did at Mississippi State, he would be another guy that that could surprise some people and um, just make this defense that much better. <clears throat> My second guy, who's actually getting a lot of hype right now, um, is the fullback Hunter uh, Lepke out of North Dakota State, the 6'4", 255-pound fullback. Right? Cowboys really don't use fullbacks here. You know what I mean? It's kind of a dying breed in the NFL. Um, Cowboys, they do bring them to camp, though. You know what I mean? We, we, we've had a couple here that, that looked like they were going to maybe be something, and they just you know, ended up not making the team or maybe just a practice squad guy. Um, but what I like about Hunter is he, to me, is more a, a, like a halfback. You know, he, he's a fullback, yes, but he can catch out of the backfield. And I think that – Jamisa Raleigh. Yeah, I think that that part of the game is what will separate him from the other guys, the other backs or, you know, these types of things. So he could compete for, you know, if they go four deep a tight end. You know, he he could technically be that type of hybrid fullback type tight end halfback type of guy. So he's one that, that I'm I'm very interested in, in looking at. Um, so yeah, everybody in the chat box, who do you guys like? I see Bass. We got a couple of people in the, in the chat box talking about Bass as well. I think that's gonna be interesting to look at, Mike, because yeah. uh, you know Farniak. I think they probably want him to compete more for center with him and Lindstrom probably and guard, you know, I, I think he might be onto something there. If, if, if Bass can show up in our preseason. 
be awesome. No, everyone's hitting it right on the head about Mike McCarthy loves fullbacks. He absolutely loves fullbacks. The last fullback this team had was Jameez Awalie, and Hunter kind of fits that trait, yo. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. so that, that's what it is, man. So how many backs <laughs> might this team – uh, you know, end up taking this year. You know, it's it's gonna be interesting to see. It's gonna be a Elliot won't be one of them. Yeah, it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be high competition for the backs, tight ends. You know, these these are uh, very coveted positions here, obviously for for the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Oh. You know what I mean, America's team. Uh, Mike, um, I think this is this. Uh, I think we put a pretty big uh, bow on on this here. Uh, for for the post draft, you know our thoughts here, and I'm going to touch in here on, on some of the free agents. Uh, and any other thoughts here before we cut out this evening, Mike? No, guys. Hey, you know draft is over. It's about to be quiet season. It's going to be uh, these little Ricky mini camps. You're not going to get anything. Mike McCarthy does not share anything uh, to the media, so it's going to be real quiet. So uh, pay attention. Double check sources. Uh, Cause it's it's about to be a dead zone up until uh, up until July. So uh, we're we're approaching that, Joe. Uh, so enjoy as much football as you can, and uh, catch us here. I don't know how we're gonna rotate our schedule. I'm sure we'll pop in every every now and then right here on the Frisco Report. But oh, just be careful out there. There's a lot of clickbaiters want your donations, want your money, want your clicks, want your on everything, but just mm-hmm. hang tight. Football mm-hmm. will be here before you know it. Yeah, my my kid it on the head, man, and that's why we have the the fan base that we have here. Because I mean, we we give it to you real. You know, we're not gonna be <laughs> giving you rainbows and unicorns and that this kind of shit, right? And uh, and and you know, falling for the all the, the the hype stuff. We we want a championship, Mike and I. That's it. We want a championship. We don't want excuses. And we, we we're not about you know all, all the silly stuff that that that, that goes on <laughs> around here. So that's where we're at, guys. Um, like Mike said, we'll we'll pop in here. You know, we'll probably definitely come back here for a post rookie mini camp. We'll, we'll we'll touch up on that. You know, who's turning heads and this and that. So get ready for it, the turning of the heads. All right. Uh, but that's all we have tonight, guys. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, bro. Yeah. Underscore Cowboys corner on twitter guys i gotta figure out how to take that underscore out but i, I think i hit like 500 followers on twitter dude I don't, I don't even know how that happens i don't even know what that is but if you follow me follow i'll follow you back i got 500 on there it's crazy don't know how that happened cowboys corner right here on youtube baby the best authentic realist the real all right right there on cowboys corner right here on youtube so guys subscribe 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hit my boy up. That's all we have tonight, guys. We'll see you for the next one, guys. Peace.